0: You're tuning in to Lux Talk, the podcast that's changing the way the world ages. Have you been struggling to understand the world of healthcare for yourself, a loved one, or as a healthcare provider? Then this is the podcast for you. Enjoy a refreshing approach and in-depth conversations on how we age, why we change, and how you can get the most of the aging experience. From the experts, best at aging, Karibu sana, to Lux Talk, and here's your host, Charity Kashenge. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Chair Tigashenge the proud owner of Luxury Home Care. Today's topic is Estate Planning 101, the ultimate guide to peace of mind. And I say peace of mind because in our industry, that is what people want. They want to know that their life is taken care of. I've been in the healthcare industry, particularly the senior aging industry for over 10 years. My mother was a registered nurse and taught me a lot of what I know. But it wasn't until after her passing that I really discovered the real world of aging loved ones. I'm talking estates, probate, litigation, and she didn't have no will. Now to drive this point home, I certainly did not think this stuff was important to me at the time. I was 23, living my best life in the District of Columbia, and my mother had asked me to meet with her to have an important conversation that of course I postponed because I was prepping for a pageant and a week wouldn't hurt, right? I lost a pageant and we never had that conversation because my mother passed away seven days later. So here I am, 24 years old, my sweet mama done dipped out on me and I have all of this adulting to do. I lost a small fortune from these avoidable mistakes. And the crazy thing about adulting is that you are a better adult after you've made the mistakes and learn from them. But as the good old phrase goes, knowledge is power and I'm going to make sure that you are equipped with the power that you need to make the best decisions for your life as you age. Now, before we get started, this is a really important step that I want you to, after you hear what I'm about to say, pause the recording and do this. Open up an email browser and type hello at luxuryhomecaremd.com. That's again, hello at luxuryhomecaremd.com. And in the subject area, type Estate Planning Guide 101. This is where I want you to type your questions as we continue. And at the end of this video, I will answer your questions in either a podcast or written form. And for those of you who are more detailed, I will respond back directly. We are going to cover a few topics in this episode. Most importantly, the documents to file, an advance directive, naming a healthcare proxy, and filing a will. In addition, I'm going to help you understand what are the best investments when it comes to whole life insurance, term life insurance, and my favorite, honey, secret insurances. In fact, that is where I spend all of my coin. Stick around to the very end and you will be able to do the same. And none of this matters if you cannot protect your assets through a will, a trust, and credit unions. Now you guys, this is a great time for you to get a notepad, get a pen for notes, and make sure you put those questions in the email browser you didn't do that again, this is a great time to pause and do that so you can ask specific questions that are going to be a blessing to you when answered. To make matters even better because what is life without extra spice, I'm going to give you a bonus topic on reverse mortgage loans. This is phenomenal for those of you who are purchasing a home, have purchased a home, and are looking to use your home equity into your aging retirement portfolio. So research suggests that 60% of American adults do not have a will or other estate plans in place. Now, here's the thing. You don't even have to look at this statistic. If you look within your inner circle in your community, heck your family, you will come to realize that this number is way much higher. I don't know what it is where we feel like we're invincible and nothing can happen to us because aging and dying is for old people, but that is not the case. There are very valuable reasons why you need to invest and take time in estate planning. Most importantly, you want a plan for your own needs hello this is your life you get a chance to say how you get to live your life and not have anybody else infringing on your personal situation then you want to protect your family's wealth and you want to determine how that wealth is deposited within your family most people are like what wealth Please don't tell me you're like just living life and not looking to build wealth for your family or build a legacy for your family. That's gotta be a pretty selfish way to live. So most of us are properly trying to plan for the way our family will be able to survive should we not be here anymore. Whether it's family or business or your nene, your community, whatever it is that keeps you thriving every day, that needs a survival plan. And also, you wanna minimize taxes. Estate planning really helps the government stay out of your business. Whether you have no coins or a little bit of coins, the government can swallow up the whole thing. To make life simple, because that is what we're here for, to eliminate the complexities of life, I have made the Estate Planning 101 Guide just three simple steps. Now, you can expand or compress the details of your estate plan depending on your family situation and the people that you are involving within your actual plan. That is something that you wanna take time to think about. But because we all know human behavior, if we don't do it now, honey, it might never get done. Step one is creating advanced directives. An advanced directive allows you to document your wishes concerning medical treatments at the end of life. Do you want somebody else's blood inside of you? Do you want your legs amputated? Are you okay with them pulling the plug after X amount of financial dollars spent on trying to revive you? I can empathize and I understand that these are difficult decisions to make and even more ludicrous and challenging to put on paper. You know, it just seems like near to death, but we have to get past that. We gotta mature and we gotta be a responsible, right? Because you don't wanna leave these decisions to your loved ones, it's not fair. There are people who feel like, if God is taking me, honey, let me go. Don't bring me back here. I've been sick of y'all anyways. Let me be free. And then there are people who really do want to stick around longer. And they don't mind the artificial things that are necessary to prolong their life. So I do want you to take this seriously and to just share with you a couple of key factors or things to consider. Everything is state by state, and you do need to just look more into what is necessary for your state or at least required. But from a general perspective, you don't need a lawyer to fill or to file advanced directives. From a home care perspective, we do honor advanced directives. If you say you don't want CPR, you don't want first aid, we're just gonna call 911 and whatever happens, happens. But when 911 shows up, honey, they are gonna try to save you because they have to get you to the hospital in a stable condition and allow the doctors and them to determine what is gonna happen next according to the documents that you have filed or the lack thereof documents that you did not file because you did not follow these steps and get to step one effectively. There are some of you who also have on your driver's license that cute little heart, yeah, I got that cute little heart on there too because it just seemed cute. And I'm like, oh God, this heart is so cute on my ID. Until I realized, oh heck no, I am a donor. If you are a donor, they don't work as hard to save your life because if there's somebody else that has a better chance of living, they are going to use your organs for that person instead of trying to save you. So for all of you who were like me and thought a heart was cute on your ID, consider twice what that looks like and please don't let your advanced directives you know, not match what your ID says because you could just be in a whole situation and that is what we're trying to avoid. Every state is a little different. So if you're a person that travels often and you're in LA here in New York here, you kind of want to have two different advanced directives. That way that state honors what your wishes are. So if you know that you spend at least 30% of your time in another state, consider developing advanced directives for that state your healthcare proxy is the person that you appoint and decide to make decisions for you that are primarily not covered in the advanced directives. This is going to be the person that probably decides whether or not to pull the plug. So you definitely want somebody that is trustworthy, You don't want it to be some greedy little kid who wants to get their inheritance. You don't want it to be some bitter husband who you haven't fully divorced yet but has medical control over you. And you don't want it to be some elderly loved one that can't even medically make a decision for themselves let alone you. And you don't want it to be some doctor that doesn't even know you. Selecting a healthcare proxy is a difficult decision, still one that you need to have, one that you need to communicate with the person in whom you've selected because they might just decline. Don't nobody like this position, don't nobody wanna be in this position, but if you find someone who is loving and kind and gentle to you and is honorable enough to take on this role, then you are in good shape. Let's talk about what a healthcare proxy is not. They are not your power of attorney. A healthcare proxy makes medical decisions. The power of attorney makes financial decisions. So say you had bills to pay, you know, financial arrangements and commitments that you have already made. You might have a business that you're running. These are things that a power of attorney can do because they manage the finances. Most people don't make the healthcare proxy and the power of attorney, the same person. If you are lucky to have trustworthy people like that in your life, then boom, bang, pow, you are in good position. But also don't make it somebody where the two of them are going to conflict because that is challenging as well. I mean, God forbid you're sitting there you know, about to die and you have people fighting. That's a real horror story, actually a frequent horror story. Heck, one that I went through myself. So really be gentle about the people that you pick and pick responsible people that can be sensible. Now let's get to step three, the will, yes, okay? At this point, you're dead, sorry. The main purpose of a will is to ensure that your wishes and not the default laws of your state will be followed upon your untimely death. Having a will is super important for people that have children. You might not want your children to go to your crazy baby daddy. God forbid you lose both parents at the same time. You might not want your husband's in-laws or your own biological parents to take care of your children. You deserve the right to continue to have a say in how that happens and what happens after your untimely departure. I think wills are super messy because you can withhold information and just wait until you die. Everyone is gonna be gathered around the table at the law office paying a crap ton of money, and you're gonna be there like 10% for you. You get the house, you get the dog, you get Nada, you get Zilch, you get on my nerves. So you really get the last opportunity to reward or disinherit people that have been irritating the mess out of you on earth. Not everybody is worth what you work so hard to build and acquire. Just don't be like the guy that worked at Chanel and gave all of his money to a cat. That man, we're still judging to this day. And all of us wanna marry that cat. If you don't have a will, you become the property of your state. I don't know how much you love the potholes that are around the corner from your house or how much you love the Dairy Queen that you've been going to since you were two years old, but it is not worth becoming the property of your state. Those people don't know you. They don't care about you and your family. They're just gonna eat your money and keep it moving. Even if it's a basic well, it will help you avoid becoming the property of your state. So now we need to secure our assets. You guys, we are living in the best time to ever be alive because people are building wealth. I mean, making some sh- money. And it's important to protect that and not to feel like it's gonna get reabsorbed in the cycle and spit back out. You work hard for everything that you get and you deserve to protect it. So when it comes to wills, there are two main type of will structures that we're gonna discuss. A reciprocal will is basically when you and your significant other and your spouse have matching wills. They get this, They you get that, you guys are great, harmonious, boom, bang, pow. But then there are individuals. That's where I was telling you before it gets a little messy. Where you start to include things you probably have never discussed with people in your family. But like I said, honey, it's your last hurrah. Do what you want to do. You should share your wills with your significant others and your family, but if you choose not to, don't feel bad, that's personal. Let them deal with you when you're dead. You're gone, that'd be their business. And also decide where you want to store your will. If you're going to create an individual will, it is recommended that you actually file the will in the courthouse because family members have been known to be extremely messy, manipulated, and complicated after someone has died, especially if there is some coin that is left behind. So just make sure that the most accurate and current version of the document is filed with the courthouse perhaps have a law firm that has a copy on hand should there be any discrepancies but for the most part the courthouse is an easy solution for that if you guys are amicable just leave it in a safe place in the home somewhere where you have all of your other important documents that way it can be easy to retrieve when you unfortunately leave this earth oh god this is really a sad podcast huh don't you worry. We all got to go out somehow. Now, there are federal and state tax implications that you need to consider and be aware of. Some people might think they don't have no cash value alive, but dead... You can almost multiply in your cash value once they liquidate your assets and you really see the true value of what you are worth. You can hit five million very easy. In the state of Maryland, that is the limit. In 2019, this amount will change, you never know, always stay current, but after five million, you were gonna owe some serious coin on the amount after that. So say your estate comes in, At six mil, you are going to pay significant taxes on that one mil, which is above five mil. From a federal level, it's important to understand those numbers. So you are taxed after 11.18 mil. This number came from 2018, so that might be different for 2019, but it's still important to understand and know because you could live in Maryland, have a business in California. Delaware is one of those like wonderful states that have like great tax structures. But if you add up all of that, that becomes your federal portfolio and you will get taxed if that combined value is over 11.18 mil. Trust can be held for individuals and also for businesses and they kind of work in the same way as wills. Trusts are pretty expensive to do if you don't have big money. When you got big money, trust are a great way to hide money. You would need a really great attorney to make this structure work for you, but it's important for you to at least have an understanding of because it is part of a portfolio. And trust are great because if you have kids who you know can't handle a lot of money at one time and you really wanna stipulate how they get their assets, how they get their inheritance, this is a great avenue and a way to do it. Some people feel like trust are bad because you teach your kids to rely on an inheritance and not actual work ethic, but you gotta raise your kids better than that. In addition to trust, you can put money aside for your business. I need this money to be held in trust to operate my business how I see fit. That's another way to have your trust set up. Again, big money, but this is where we're trying to all elevate ourselves. If you notice on our modules, if you're looking at it, it does say higher tax rates, and I mentioned to you why that is the case. It's because they know that people who are doing trust have a crap ton of money, and that's where people really wanna tax, tax, tax. Wills and estates are starting to change um, their tax structures. Some states are trying to add more taxes, others remove them. Everybody uses credit unions differently. Of course, the tidbit information you should know is that you should never have more than $250,000 in each bank. So if you have SunTrust, 250 Collective. Sandy Springs, 250 Collective. Wells Fargo, 250 Collective. Some of y'all are like too full, too too hot. Huh? What? Yeah, I got all my coins in one account because I ain't passing that number. But we're looking for increase. We're looking for growth, and two hundred and fifty thousand dollars is very, 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 very attainable. To give you the best understanding of how credit unions work, I'm going to use a scenario. Me and Idris are on joint accounts. Idris passes. You know, he leaves me his accounts. I'm sure they stacked and they're popping right now. I basically inherit all the money in that account because we are joint on the account. What you want to take into consideration is that while joint accounts are not really contested and go through estates or probates, if somebody can prove that you never put money in that account and that money doesn't belong to you, then they will try you in court. Just be cautious of that if that's the kind of scenario that you're having, put money in there, take money out, kind of show that you're an active participant in the account so that there's nothing to dispute. There is also ways for you to have a beneficiary of your account so when the person passes, you just write down who you want the account to go to and that money will just transfer over to the other person. I experienced the luxury of having a joint account that I completely forgot about with my mother. When I was 15, she was a co-signer on my first bank account ever. So when I was just perusing to some of the banks, I went to this particular bank and they said, you have an account with us and it's got X amount of money in it. And I was like, shalom, hallelujah. Thank you, ma for leaving your girl with a couple of coins. Life insurance is such an important part and very essential to your wealth portfolio. Life insurance is about legacy, it's about protection, it's about peace of mind. If you have gotten a will, did advance directives and named a healthcare proxy, you need life insurance. Your life is worth something and you can determine the value of that before you pass away. And if there's anything you do for your loved ones, no matter if they like you or not, you done did them wrong, is to leave them something when you go. Dying is not free. Dying is not cheap. You need to be responsible of your entire life, and that includes the end of life the statistics are alarming millennials are not investing in life insurance that is ludicrous we're buying homes we've got cars our cars got full coverage and we don't have full coverage over our lives i understand that life insurance doesn't seem important because you don't get to enjoy it while you're living psych that's the misconception stick around because i am going to show you the best life insurance on the market i have it i've benefited from it and it is phenomenal because it has living benefits i certainly sleep well with the peace of mind of knowing that if anything were to happen to me that i have a safety blanket i have a place that i can pull money from and use for my well-being There are many different type of life insurances on the market, but the most common are whole life insurance and term life insurance. The words describe the insurance. Whole life insurance means you pay for it and you can use it for your entire life. Term life insurance is just for a term, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, whatever the term of your policy suggests. Secret insurances is what I just wanna jump to because it's the most important thing. There are ways to use life insurance not really for just death benefits or beneficiaries. If you own a home and you have a significant other, you want a policy that will cover paying off the house. So your significant other that is surviving can live comfortably and not be worried about the supplement of income necessary to stay in the home. You can also use life insurance for your business. If you have a business partner or a key essential employee, if they were to die, you could pull that benefit and use it to hire a new employee to keep that company surviving and alive. You can use insurance to pay for the taxes of your estate. There are times where you owe 50, 60, 70, $80,000 because you have acquired all of this real estate, but it's being taxed. You need the money to be able to pay for those properties or for that equity portfolio. So essentially you get a policy to pay for your taxes. Those are just some of the ways to use life insurance secretly, but I feel like I said, the best life insurance on the market is one that allows you to use it before you die. And hang on, I'm about to share with you a life insurance that I have, I love, I believe in, and I'm so proud to pay every single month. If you are lucky, you will make it to 85 and to 90. And if you're blessed, you will have done what I told you to do, and you will have the money necessary for you to actually age and place into age the way you want to. You don't want to become a financial burden for your family because you didn't do what you were supposed to. And for those of you who have baby boomer mothers and fathers that are still alive, God bless you. But if you don't have a plan for them, they're going to eat your pockets like you've never known food to be consumed. Be responsible for yourself and also for your parents who probably didn't get this memo and never heard this podcast. Share it with them. Have this conversation. There are ways to get life insurances where you don't need medical examinations. I know mine in particular, you can claim against it after two years. I think what I have to offer you is so amazing and it doesn't cost you anything to discover the endless possibilities and security that life insurance can give you. Yay! So you made it to the end of this episode, and I am so excited to share with you this special offer. We have an in house Lux financial professional who can contact you and show you how life insurance can work for you and your family. You don't have to pay anything for this conversation. You just get to learn. And when you are ready, you can make the investment. This is the company that I have my half a million dollar policy with. This is the part where you get into the vibes and go to www.luxuryhealthcareconsultants with an s.com, completing the form and allowing one of our reps to reach out to you and give you that information, which I promise you is going to bless your life. It is free and you don't have to commit to anything. So just do what's necessary for you to be able to get back to living life, right? And thank you again so much for making it to the end of this episode. It has been such a blessing for me to be able to offer you this information. And one day I probably can share with you guys all of my horror stories for not knowing this before perhaps that might be like a 2.0 episode if you love this episode tell your friends about us make sure that you leave us a comment a like and all that good stuff thank you again for just supporting lux talk and if you haven't already hit send on that email please make sure you send your questions to hello at luxuryhomecaremd.com this is lux talk and see you next time